0: Welcome to the Craft Imperial Podcast, a podcast full of premium cigars, premium spirits, rare whiskeys, and always our entertaining banter. Follow the Viking, the bourbon cowboy, and their rambunctious group of friends as they travel, smoke, sip, and talk. Grab a cigar, pour your favorite whiskey. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Craft Imperial Podcast. Um, After a bunch of bouncing around today, we are... With our locker sponsor, Lit Cigar Lounge in Chester, we Missouri. Landed. we have landed. There were lots of Uber cruises. There was only two, but whatever. Uh, this is the Viking. How you doing? And uh, cowboy, yeah, that's the man. Put your mic on. Oh yeah, <laughs> bourbon cowboy. When he puts the sexy hooked up. When he puts a sexy radio voice on, you know shit's gonna get weird, really, right. really, really quick. Bourbon um, cowboys all so, hooked up. But Kevin, why don't you to go ahead and dive into, well, Happy Halloween, everyone.
1: This is what we're gonna do with this. Yeah, we're um, like two days away from Halloween. So I've been stashing a few Halloween goodies and- um, Please, let's do something weird. You introduce the cigar and I'll yeah, do the whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, what I've been kind of holding away on is these Tahoe Skinny Monster. Um, Lanceros, the Casadores edition, the Casadores. Yeah, edition. which I'm trying Correct. to
0: figure yeah. out. I think I think the only difference really. I was just looking this up. I want to say it's a shorter Lancero. I think that's. the I only think difference I think
1: you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, it's. But a I six. like it, the look of this it, Lancero. It, 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 um, and dude, the the wrapper
0: on the cigar. It's it's,
1: it's fucking. It's like a le, like cleaned leather smooth. Yeah, it's insane and we're now i have not i think we had these on a podcast uh maybe two it hasn't aired yet we have to edit it because that's the one that got all that's the one that got all well we've had them but this is the first time hopefully you know this makes we're we're happy with this it makes the show and whatever but in no way we had all these these come 10 in a box yeah there's the frank Drac face wolf mummy jason jekyll Hyde, chuck and tiff so that is every monster to date with the exception of the
0: 2020 karloff right which we've been smoking too and we have we've been we we fucking yeah. i'll tell you what that may be that one's particularly fun to me because it's one of i was telling you earlier it's one of the only actual face size cigars oh like yeah they, it came in its box like most of the monsters i've had have been the skinny monsters because i can't you know you can't find you know, I remember when you were up at outlaw we were talking about trying to get a box of the tiff but what they wanted for it was just too crazy
1: you know? Yeah. Um, especially if you haven't had the cigar before and you're like, yeah, let's just go nuts. Um, now, do but, they sell, though, do they sell, uh, and I heard some gibber jabber on the um, texting the other night, do they sell those in five packs? what the um carloff no those individuals just can't text very well at night oh the i was say, i didn't know
0: that bo- they were talking about that 2020 roma craft craft box oh, the ones the, we had last yeah week. the ones we had last week the 10 count box is gone but you can buy five pack samplers well while well, we're you know sitting here
1: not? getting it on let's these intense, man
0: let's get into these bad boys so the bourbon we're starting with we were up here at, like i said we were up here at lit cigar lounge Um, Our locker sponsor. Um, And this is pretty cool. We've got a barrel pick Knob Creek. Is this 14-year?
1: Yeah, what is the date? Single barrel? What this is, is this... It's a Longhorn Steakhouse barrel pick? Yeah, what they did was, I think Longhorn Steakhouse bought a lot of these and didn't move them for a steakhouse. So they sold them to a liquor store. But this is... These were... um, in the barrel, uh, 204, 10, 14, 204. 2004, so 16, well, okay, well, when did it, it got bottled? In, in 19, 19, yeah, 15 years old. And I wanna say the price point on this was $36. I kicked myself in the butt. That's crazy. For not buying probably two or three more of these That's and putting them away. crazy. So you're talking- this fit, juice is amazing. Fit, now is, is Knob
0: Creek a source product or is Knob Creek its own distillery? No, not, not Creek. It's, it's its own distillery?
1: Yeah, it's oh, okay. a product okay. of, uh, of Jim Beam. It's an offshoot of Jim oh, Beam. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. cool. And right. so it's this is a single barrel. And this was obviously Longhorn's barrel pick is what it was. And they just had an excess of inventory, so they went ahead and set it to. I want to say it was Bubbles didn't, in North uh, Kansas City.
0: Didn't that happen? We were talking about this with uh, Trader
1: Joe's was it was a uh, well Trader Joe's that was I think they did a um, it was the same bourbon you know what I'm talking they about did right a, a, a label for Trader Joe's yeah same product I've
0: kind of sort of the same thing ish in a way um, all right so we're gonna we're gonna fire up these monsters um, you know Halloween get the gig going I'm really excited about this knob Creek and knob Creek's actually something that's kind of become a I'm not upset if I buy it or drink it, kind of thing. I remember the first Knob Creek I ever had, and I told the cowboy this. I was like, it was so mapley; it was almost like it was blended with syrup, and I couldn't drink it. And then, should I think the next Knob Creek we had together was that 14 year, or the no, the the hundred proof rye or whatever Maple, it was? Well, maybe? I have, or it uh, may
1: have been that. I don't know. I have, I've got probably four or five. I've got their 25th anniversary, I've got a few other bottles and then this one and um, I've probably gotten some of their special releases but it's just the amazing amount of product that they're putting out. I mean, holy moly. They got, I don't know how many Knob Creek's out. I've kind of lost count. It's almost like on Jefferson too. You know, I mean, there's so many different. Well, yeah, Jeffersons.
0: Jeff, Jefferson's Ocean, or, or just you shouldn't say Jefferson's Ocean because that's a, a, a release. Um, but um, but they have so many different variants, releases, expressions. You know, the whole the whole dance, man. It gets it gets weird. Um, at some point in time, you almost kind of want to think to yourself and find out. <laughs> Is it worth trying every one that you have? Or is it almost like just go in and find your favorites or the one that
1: sticks and stay with that? Because, I mean, damn, you know? Well, so far this would have been the one I would have stuck with for sure. Mm. You rub and smack that baby in your hand and you can just. Yeah? Hand hey, my glass, please. Oh, I got it. <clears throat> if
0: you could turn that shit into clone and not get pulled over, it'd be amazing. Oh man, I'm telling you.
1: clankety clank. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers um, happy pre-Halloween. Yeah. Pre-Eve. Halloween Eve Eve. Halloween Eve Eve. Uh-huh.
0: Mm. you know what's cool about this one too that's a little different there's not all that maple and sugar on the nose it's no, a little it's just, different than Knob Creek uh, this is more
1: barreled it's, it's just is just more really like- well balanced perfect everything it's smooth I think the proof I'm pretty confident it's wow. over 100 wow
0: Wow, that's really good. Let's see, it may be down there in that that thickness down there. One twenty, yeah, sixty percent, one twenty. Yeah, and that is—that's not why. I'm sorry. That's really. I, I'm having such a hard time now. Like last night, I was sitting down, I was having some uh, um, country ham. You know, again drinking that whiskey and looking at it knowing that it's hundred 100 proof knowing that it's 124.6 right and now sitting here with this knob creek at 120 proof knowing that's the proof and it's like okay i want to cover my nose so it limits your taste and pour jack daniels next to it and it'll heat your mouth up and it's it's 30 what, what's jack daniels proofed at 84 86 yeah Just straight jack daniels so you're talking t-
1: 24, 20, oh no, 36 proof lower? Yeah, 30 plus more. Points? But I think that's my favorite Knob Creek I've ever had. Um, but go figure that it's Fred Knoll, and what do we really love too? We love his Booker's line. His Booker's, Which yep. a lot of people say it's a little overpriced, but you know, we're still just only sitting on two this year, one of which Three was, got scratched. They're not doing three.
0: So they're going to try to release four? They're going to try and release four. Yeah, they're, they're shooting for four around a, it, it's going to be, so at what's kind of cool, if production follows suit, you're going to get two bookers releases within about eight weeks of each other in the first of 2021. You know, which that's kind of cool. But uh, the rumor that went around, and I'm not exactly sure what part of it's true, is that all of the barrels that were tasted for what was going to be batch three, no one could agree on and no one liked it, so they dumped it. Oh. Okay. Now, to me, that sounds more like a, a dust or some sort of sort of mite or mold set in, because I don't think you just dump that much whiskey because you don't like the way it tastes. That's weird. i no, yeah, there's I've a, never there's heard a, that. There's a type of, uh, I'd have to look it up. I, I talked about it very briefly. When you and I were just hanging out, I was, I was asking you about it. There's a, a type of mold that grows in barrels when there's too much outside pressure on the barrel. So if it's not sealed properly and there's too much air getting in,
1: there is a mold that it grows on alcohol. You know, that's the first time we've ever, uh, not, I I know that it's been past year that we talked about that, but it was with the cigars. I don't remember mm-hmm. ever talking about it with uh, bourbon. I'll have to look into that a little bit. Yeah,
0: and that's that's what I think because I've never heard of, you all, You all. that's where I almost think that like, you know, a, a distillery or an operation like Jim Beam, right? Probably has over a hundred, companies under it maybe different relief i mean fuck look at sazerac just in buffalo trace alone you have 312 skews that's insane Jesus. that's that's absolutely insane so you're telling me that some of those skews didn't come into fruition because that year's buffalo trace tasted like shit <laughs> so you made it a different skew threw a cool label on it and published it out <laughs> but for a for a distillery to literally dump its product to dump its stuff
1: Wow. That's, that's, that's trouble. Interesting. Well, what do you think about, I'm smoking the track. Mm-hmm. And um, I really like the size of the cigar. The Lancero sometimes to me seems, it's, does it seem a little smaller in the ring gauge and a little I longer? Think
0: that's, what it, that's what it is. I think the Casadores, and I'll have to look this up. This is a Cuban term. The lan- I think a Lancero is technically like a quarter centimeter thinner and a half inch longer.
1: Like the Dreamer. Yes. Luciano's. Right. That is technically that's a, a That's Lancero. a seven
0: and a half by 48, right? These are
1: six and three quarter
0: by 50 or 49. Sorry. I think. Maybe 38. I, I got to get my, my shit right here. Yeah six and a quarter by 43 instead of
1: seven and a half by 38 which is what a lancero is um that's so that's either way way, i'm not sure i don't like this size a little better
0: i honestly if 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 this was something that you you could find all the time um outside cuba like i don't know many cigar like off the top of my head many companies that release this off brand size Um, but yeah I, I honestly like this a little more than a Lancero and I think it's because it's a little thicker it could be just as long I don't care you know but it's a little thicker than a
1: Lancero and these are not really packed super tight like they have some flex in them like some of the ones I smoke especially when you get closer to my 660 size you know they're pretty they're packed tight but the draw is really good I, I noticed on the Tahoe Ahe, uh, the Miami 15, it's packed really loose. Yeah. But yet the flavor and the draw is just totally amazing.
0: Yeah. And that all, come, that all just comes down to the bunching method. And um, honestly, you know, sometimes we've talked about this. A lot of people think sometimes when you cut a cigar, things that can happen, like think about a vacuum, right? If you cut a cigar too low and you start sucking on the stick, trying to create smoke flow, you're going to collapse everything inside of it so that's going to fuck up the draw too and it's going to it's going to make it seem tighter as well but then some cigars they're bound that tight because you're trying to in my personal opinion it lengthens the time of the cigar because it's, it's less air travels through it doesn't burn as hot it doesn't burn as fast yeah so you tighten it up to make it last longer you know i think the best way to look at that is like that jfr lunatic lunatic that you have right take that and smoke it against your asylum 660 i guarantee it lasts just as long because it's 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 tighter and it well i it's, know that
1: miami a miami 15 that's a 25 minute 30 minute smoke
0: yeah that's quick yeah that's a quick little burner
1: but like it that way
0: it's good that way yeah but but yeah talk about these monsters man thank you for this this is awesome um i'm smoking the wolf and it's it's awesome i love these cigars I love. This is actually kind of one of those unicorns I'm after. I'm trying to find a wolf face box, but <laughs> getting someone—it's it's like we're talking about those uh, Smash Pumpkins from Tatuaje. Getting someone to part ways with them is just—I'm not going to smoke them, but I don't know if I want to sell them. That's the most annoying thing I've ever heard in my life. That's like—that's like having a million dollars and saying I'm not going to spend any of it, but I'm not necessarily sure I want you to have it, right? Like, like, or it's, you're sitting down and you order a meal your friend in front of you can't eat you take one bite and you're like that well i'm done
1: but i'm not sure you can have it yeah we're gonna get get rid of it <laughs> yeah, especially guys that you know uh really respect and um and kind of honor the smoke and the drink and whatever and i mean listen i feel very fortunate to have uh, a box of the carloffs and was very fortunate I think I, I got somehow lucky and got through and got one around. Dude, around the I clock can't at night. I can't
0: believe that. Between you and the and between you and the Russian, it was so. He actually went for round two and tried f- to get yeah. another
1: one, but it, it came up. Well,
0: oh. well, he ended up getting something almost as rare, if not a little rare, depending on who you are. He got the main Tatuaje production line in a 12 pack Lancero size. So he got Cabo Guans in Lanceros. So he got he got Havana sixes. In in Lanceros. I mean, he got black label tattoo in Lanceros. Wow. Like, cool. And he's like, well, they're not monsters. I'm like, that was a prime example of you had no idea what you had in your hand. (laughs) That shit's amazing. That's cool. But, yeah, you've screwing around in bed on the the internet. He's been
1: on it as of late, man. He's been... Get I it, don't buy honest. a lot of online stuff, but obviously nobody in this town had it. Nobody in Kansas City no, had it. No. And, and uh, I've said
0: this forever. I was like, I am, you know, I'm a proponent of buying from brick-and-mortar stores and supporting your shops. But if they can't get something and you know somewhere online that does have something and you can have it, well, hell yeah, man, go
1: get it. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that. Well, I think the reason also we, we, we prefer that, too, is you get to get in and experience your local guys who, you know, are selling the product. They know a lot about it. You can ask them questions and you can start a relationship with your local cigar shop. And um, and then if you want something, maybe he can bring it in for you. Right. And, and so forth. It's about the cycle.
0: It's about the uh, the follow through and the commitments and the and the, the friends that you make and the partnerships or business relationships that you make. Um, there's a reason you do these things like anybody can go online and buy anything anyone can you know but it's like you know i wear i wear dixon every day of the week i buy my dixons online but i still buy my jeans at a local mom and pop store you know and i'll do that i could go online and buy jeans but why you know what i mean like i know i've got this spot i go to and every time i get those jeans they fit amazing and they're
1: perfect this little mom and pop shop called old navy i love their jeans (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny. I went to Sam's one day and bought these uh, pants probably a year ago. Are those Levi's? <clears throat> no, I was like Sam's. They're you denim, should... you know, denim jean.
0: Well, yeah, pants, I, but I think they're jeans, not Levi. I think jeans are jeans, dude. I don't right. care about the
1: name you stick. <clears throat> I used to care a lot about the name, but I mean, I didn't think they were really. I don't know. And these are the stretch ones. That's what these are. And listen, brother, why don't you? If you got big legs Bruh. and a little unusual, Dude. and you find a pair that fit, anyway, when you got was that funny, thigh girth, when you got that thick boy stuff going on, these have yeah. been perfect for my boots and everything. So anyway, I, they were reasonable. I, I want to say seventeen dollars, whatever. Yeah. So I bought two or three pair, and then I started wearing those, and I've had them for a year. So finally, I went back, and there was like five pair left or whatever, and the lady just says, "Hey, we're getting rid of them." <laughs> oh no and she goes here uh, two bucks a pair something like hell that. hell yeah yeah these and I'm are the, like yeah uh, i'll put them in my drawer and save them these are the um so i'm
0: set for i bought shit. i went out and we went shit i, was, I think i want to say it was two years ago and got presents for like the nieces and nephews and everything and got them clothes for school and all that and i walked over to the men's and it was like buy one get one half off 24.99 on jeans and I was like, holy shit, found that stretchy thing, you know, boot cut. I've got athletics, that like athletic fit. So like when I'm not wearing my boots, if you're wearing Converse or golf shoes or anything like that, they, they lay differently, but $24. And actually That's when it was all crazy. said and done, six pairs of jeans, it was like 82 bucks. That's six pairs of jeans, man. I know people spend twice that on a pair of jeans. Six pair of jeans could <laughs> last me another decade. No, mine probably
1: will. Well, right now, mine's starting to open up. I'm starting to get some different flavors now. Well you kind Cause of Because we're about of- an inch and a half in. Yeah. And I can just taste it. I don't know, I'm trying to get a little retro going here. What I really like about this one, and, and, it's, and there's something
0: about a cigar that every, after year after year after year, time after time, whatever, you get that same memorable taste in the cigar. This thing is like an almond trail mix on the nose that's that that nuttiness
1: when you say like I say nutty and earthy and shit like that that's what I can coin it to this is a little creamier this track is and it's got some um, spicy too but it's really smooth and really easy going and I think it pairs really well with this knob even though this is really smooth I mean the flavors are very complex do you All- find that sweet
0: the, n- one- the knob
1: the knob do you find
0: it sweet mm-hmm. I find it molasses-y, molasses y. Molasses. molasses, Molassesy. <laughs> like
1: a molasses sweet. Yes, I agree with you. It's like, got you know, a real you rich. Watered down Kool-Aid. It's like a rich sweet.
0: Right yeah, let's say like a like a German chocolate cake rich. You know, it's more there's more body in the sweetness than there actually is, you know, teeth grind or, or feel or whatever. But I think it goes
1: fantastic with the cigar, Uh, out of this world, dude, hands down. Yeah, I'm almost, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what we pick next, but that'll be next. Right. Anyway, well, wow, this is really cool. It's just me and the Viking today. Uh, The dynamic duo, we don't have the uh, other, Usual cast of characters. We don't have our barbarians with we us. We had the uh, Belleville experience last week, which really went well. And after hours, after all mics were off, we uh, had a visit to uh, Belleville's The Cigar Inn. Yeah, we stopped in on the way out of Belleville. Yeah, which it was is cool. really unusual because it's a cigar bar in the basement, and kind of known, kind of known for jazz, like a, a small yeah. jazz club. Uh, Playing music outside right now. I'm not really sure if they're going to have inside available right now. I mean, Illinois is going through a little increase, so they may have to slow down for a bit. But I think they have blues on Thursday, too, so they mix it up. But I think they've got a little jazz vibe going there, which would be interesting to go there and do that. But we did have cigars with the crew, and that went really good. It was a nice winder-downer for the evening after we threw, like... (laughs) A thousand we're throwing, we were, we were
0: throwing and stars and sharp weapons for about three hours. Uh, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun, a lot. Um,
1: yeah, thanks to Sheldon and uh, yeah, his wife uh, Tiffany, Crack. Whitney, Whitney. Mm-hmm. Tiffany, Whitney, Whitney. (laughs) That was really nice that they uh, had us out and fed us very well. Yeah, you guys, uh, uh, you guys saw a lot of pictures.
0: Uh, Whitney's a phenomenal picture taker. A lot of pictures that were taken. She actually
1: took a picture like of my ring or something.
0: Yeah, with your cigar this way. Yeah. so, yeah, we're doing some new things. I'm going to let Hodge kind of talk about our, our hats, man. This guy went kind of nuts on these new digs we got going on. Oh, that's right. We'll um, put those up. We haven't put Well, them we're going to put them up. Then everyone will see them on the first after show video. It's actually going to go up. But yeah. uh, these are, when he came walking up, I was like, you know, when you see something, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, man. It's like when I saw my truck, I was like, oh, yeah, man.
1: When we came first came cruising it, and then you got to talk. Well, we'll show it later, but you got to talk the cool little detail in it too. Well, what we I wanted to create a logo. I'm still happy with our original logo. We did like you know the old school original like um, well, it's not super old, but you know the, the the cutters like that. Well, I tried to keep the logo within there. It's a CP, and we had these hats done and kind of when we started, and they were really a good start for us, uh, but I want to do different things all the time. So, I went. I found a guy, and um, actually it was Thomas at Lit, or at Lit Lit, at Lids, um, easily, basically the same thing, but at Lids, and um, we just basically have a CP, it's an orange edition, in a... Uh, what, what is the name of the hat? It is a... Uh, it's a 5950. A 5950. And it's a flat, a semi-flat. Or, yeah, it's, uh, I guess they call it like semi-curved. It a round in it. Yeah, it's, it's
0: like... It. it's um These are uh, like the standard builds on MLB hats.
1: This is what Major League Baseball players, they're 5950s. And they are um, fitted. And we've yep. got Kraft and Puro. And um, they're orange for the Halloween edition. And it's raised lettering on on the front. Is that like a, uh, is it like, what what do you call that font? Is that like old English? I wanna say it's Gothic. Gothic, yeah. Yeah. I thought it would go real well with Halloween and it says Craft Imperial. And I, instead of putting Bourbon Cowboy on here for Halloween, I just, for me, I went especially out on mine and Mark's the Viking we went with uh, Reserva. Which is really cool, and for a for a, a moment that I'm gonna appraise the
0: cowboy here. Three years ago, probably wouldn't have done that. I don't know,
1: but he's he's, he's, right. he's The guy is is jiving, clicking in. Well, with we've the, both uh, learned a lot. You've taught me a lot oh, about cigars. Sure, You've learned sure. a lot about bourbon, and uh, you continue to grow at a pace. You're outdoing mm. me. The knowledge you're you're retaining. My computer's well. a little packed and yeah, right you now, got, but you i'm got, still
0: but you're still you're still keyed in and point on and that's why i still i mean to the end of the day even the industry i work in i'm sure i could probably go find these answers but i don't like like we talked about this before i don't like the 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 corporate answer i guess that's the way to put it like i want to know like when i had asked i asked you about um like when i asked about knob creek i did i didn't know that was a Jim beam product didn't know that you know, that's something, you know, that you learn through friends. I but, think but it's better it's overwhelming.
1: Better than it's overwhelming. Well, it's
0: kind of, I, w- I would welcome anyone. Like I would actually like to ask someone that works for Jim Beam to tell me all your products. Cause I bet they can't do it. I bet they don't know. I bet, I bet Fred no can't tell us all his products. <laughs>
1: that could be very well true. <laughs> like, I mean, he, my God.
0: He's like, shit, I don't know. <laughs> I'm
1: working on, he's like, I got, I got Knob Creek and I got Booker's. They handle everything else. Well, you know, from a little kid, I started collecting things, and I guess because they were so inexpensive. Um, for example, like I really like Pez dispensers. Well, they're a oh, box for the yeah, most part. Oh, yeah, man. So I probably have boxed away five hundred, maybe Pez dispensers that I That's cool. have had for. But I forgot? What, Are those still around? You
0: still find I Pez just, dispensers? I just
1: bought two the other night. Oh shit! All I right. bought one for my
0: son and one for me. And they're still around. wasn't sure about that i really didn't know and and i haven't had a pet spencer
1: in 20 years (laughs) and guess and guess what i bought it's on the eve of the second season that you know i like that's coming up on disney plus Oh, Mandalorian! Yes, yeah, yeah. It's got the Mandalorian. You got Baby Yoda, and it's got a really <laughs> like—I mean, it's no bigger than your thumb. Little Baby and it's Yoda, little baby Yoda <laughs> and he's in a little bitty Pez dispenser. I bought one for my son. He collects Star Wars memorabilia. That's man. cool. That's cool. But the other thing, and I mean, we'll we'll get off of it. There's no no problem with doing a side kit because we collect bourbon. We collect. We collect um, cigars for the
0: most part. Yeah, too. I'm just gotta let people know the weird shit, you know. Yeah, but I'm I, a like I'm a Chuck Taylor collector. Okay,
1: I like my Chuck Taylors. Dixon, D- but yeah, it's just a fashion sense, man. And for me, <laughs> Under Armour, man, I just I can't all around. I like the old school, you know, the, the denim shirts and the old fantastic so jackets. That
0: Knob Creek was fire, man. That was awesome.
1: But they just start. Putting out so much stuff, it starts driving you crazy after a while. Yeah, it gets um, difficult. It, it really does. I mean, it. Yeah. someday I'll pull them out and show you my hard rock guitar pin collection because I have hard to- hard rock guitar pins from the get go, from everywhere in the world. Really? Yep. And That's a T-shirt pretty nuts. from everyone. That's the world. pretty cool. Now, uh, they started putting so many out, it was like unbelievable to even keep yeah. up with it anymore.
0: Yeah. See, sometimes they ruin the fun collectible kind of things you can do, because that's kind of a unique thing, right? It's like it's like okay, so we can bring this back to cigars. It's like the monsters, okay? Yeah. There's only, and he's gonna stop eventually. He won't keep doing this. He's said that a few years now. He will stop, and they're so damn hard to find. If he suddenly just mass produced these and sent them to every retailer, do you think you'd give a shit about the monsters anymore? Yeah. I'd be like, "Well, it's cool I can have them, but they're not special anymore. They don't they don't um, and I shouldn't say that. It's not they're not special, but that 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 unicorn thing disappears. It goes
1: away because you can't find it." You know. Well, here's the here's the other bad. Oh, oh, oh. Here's the bad thing is my kids are growing up with me and my collection. Yeah. So what do they do? We want a happy meal. I'm like, "Don't you guys dad, we're trying to collect the new toy, the new buzz or whatever it is. I need to get frozen shit. Right. (laughs) Dad, so we just want to be like you. We need another uh, Happy Meal. They're maybe out this week. Oh, man. So how could I tell them no? So we had a lot of Happy Meals. A lot of Happy Meals. Come through the Hodges family. 18-year-old Happy Meals. (laughs) Yeah. I will say that's that bottle because of the... Of the... uh, Of the... uh, That... That stuff on there, I think it kind of, you gotta well, clear. I, so, yeah, when you're, take a knife and clear that. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that ruined my, I dribbled what, what he's, <laughs> I dribbled a little on the table. Is,
0: okay, question again, is Maker's Mark a Jim bean product?
1: um No, I think Maker's Mark. Is Maker's Mark Maker's Mark? I think okay. so. The wax, that's why I'm asking. The wax. Not say, Yeah, different kind of wax, I'm different colors. This but, I'm
0: gonna look up and check because I'm curious. Yeah, we could have fact-checkers on us. We're not we perfect. we to have to. No, not at all. But, make but I want to know. I thought, I thought they were their own entity or their own mm-hmm. thing. Stop going to the damn website. So, I'm, I'm curious. I don't know if... Uh... No, Beam Centauri.
1: Um... It is? That's, uh, yeah, but Beam Centauri is... Yeah, but in saying that, they could have started out and then they've acquired them or whatever. Let's see. Maker's Mark. Uh, Wasn't that Bill,
0: Bill Samuels purchased the Burks Distillery in Loretto, Kentucky for 35000 in 1953. And that's hard to keep up with. Uh, first run was bought 19- on the brand's dipped red wax seal. Uh, the Still's listed National Register, blah, blah, blah. Sold to Hiram Walker. Oh, it's, cha- it's changed hands a lot. Yeah, uh, it was sold to Hiram Walker and Sons in '81, uh, which then was acquired by Allied Domecq in 1987. Then Allied Domecq was bought by Pennard Ricard, um, and then this, the brand was sold to Deerfield Illinois Fortune Brands, and then uh, Future Brands split in 2011 with this alcohol alcoholic beverage business becoming beam inc beam became beam centauri in 2014 and beam centauri is the subsidiary of centauri holdings in osaka japan yeah. so it's not a Jim beam product it's a beam centauri product
2: so let's Jeez, make that
0: right who
1: can keep yeah, up with holy that shit. Either holy holy they stand alone they're great products we and, and matter of fact, that was—I've even shared the Maker's Mark 101 with a good Maker's Mark buddy of mine. He'd never seen it, and he loved it. Uh, we had that last week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually one of our favorite. Thirty dollars, but that was the shocker, man. We—I did, didn't think
0: that was gonna be the—I uh, didn't think that was gonna be the winner. It really didn't click with me
1: yeah i think that would be cool to do a 101 series like how many 101s do we know we know the maker mark 101 new shit there's the wild, wild turkey, turkey 101 which we've had we really enjoyed we, we got wilderness trail that away one night oh yeah we did watching some football for an afternoon wilderness trail uh well wilderness trail is a bottle and bond don't That's, they have a 101 i don't no, know you're
0: probably right i think it's the bottle oh, and bond yeah. i'm thinking of never mind um We're gonna try some, maybe try some Yellowstone 101 today, maybe. Um, Oh,
1: do you know, I think that's funny. I've never had Yellowstone 101. It's brand new. I have actually two bottles of it now. It's brand new.
0: That came out, that's oh, this the year's 2000, release, the 2020, 2020 yeah. Yeah. edition. Do you have a 101 Yellowstone, though?
1: Yeah. Oh, I've had okay. it for a year. Does it look like that bottle? No.
0: Okay, maybe this is new
1: packaging. New it's a stand-up. The regular is 93, and the, there's a black edition that's called 101. Mm. And then this is mm. just their exclusive 2020 different yeah. bottle. I read um, uh, Brian. And coming uh, coming right back to Beam, who's... Who does, isn't it Steve who does uh, Yellowstone or manages it? Uh, You may want to check
0: that. I may have to check that. Yeah, this is the 2020 limited edition Finnish and French Armagnac barrels. So that's what the 101 is on this. Yeah, 101. Um, But Brian and Dana Snyder, the owners of Lit, where we are today for the podcast, Um, they went down and did the bourbon trail uh, this past week. And uh, they stopped into Lime Branch and got to tour it, meet the distillers, and, and they, they uh,
1: got some bottles and stuff. So that was pretty cool. Man, we got some, like, little groovy, um, like, club music going here Got that, here that today. light show music. Not bill. normally. I um, um I don't has anybody ever said like Hey man I really like that music that background music you're that's playing. one
0: thing that's interesting that I'm really excited about starting to do the videos after because because it's a paid thing we can turn the music up as loud as we want and no one can say anything to us um, but no we haven't ever I never got really a comment thought about that well we that's we, you. I don't think we're big enough for Sinatra's to family to us, give we a play shit. In background music. <laughs> if if someone hears Sinatra on our, our podcast, I don't think the family's going to come after us. But well, the
1: the one um, we played when we did. Um my place on the back porch one day we played this new uh ray bonneville i really thought he was that jazzy beach vibe dude well with the blues uh, yeah i like him yeah almost like a ray cooter noppler but Mm -hmm. he's got a really cool bluesy i I call it a giddy up traveling kind of music it's got a a good roll to it it keeps you moving and i've been listening to his stuff lately i really like yeah i
0: I like his style music or that style music because it it goes up, it comes down, it mellows, then it goes right back up, it comes back down. It's, it's a good kind of encompassing
1: music layout. Yeah, so I'm almost halfway through my Monster now. And I say that the thing for me is it's really, it's got a very uh, complex creamy, would be my biggest thing on this. And then nice. with the knob, which uh, you add a little bit of that uh, heat, which I don't even want to say it's heat even if it's 120 it's smooth yeah, it, again now, it's saying it's, that and you're pretty used to well, that that's true too that's true too i mean we've had um, 90s that you know shit yeah, we've had we've had 86s roll like like 100s, that, 100s and then we've had 120s 124s 126s and we can't believe how smooth they Well
0: are. it's funny we've had 126s that feel like what you think an 84 should be like and then we've had 84s that you're like, it's like white lightning. It's like, holy shit.
1: You know, it's almost like you're, you're gargling ethanol. It's yeah. just, it's so damn hot. I would love, man. And I, oh, I, we're gonna make it happen at some point, but I would love to go down for a week and even get my hands dirty and go to Nicaragua and spend some time with whoever. You know, may invite us, or we choose to be with, or hang out with, and learn about tobacco, and actually do. Some yeah, we we uh, last was learn that? and get in the fields because that that's how I learn. I like hands-on stuff. Right, right. I can I read
0: a lot, I listen a lot, but I'm more in same sort of the same way. I retain a
1: little bit more by
0: hands. Um, but we were talking with Luciano last week when we were hanging out. Um, that's something that we are going to do next year. That'd be year. amazing. Um, you to know, go the factories that f-
1: physically put us to work. Ugh. We want to learn, but we'll, we'll work with you.
0: Put me in the fields, dude. I'll, yes. think, I'll, I'll cut tobacco. I give a shit. <laughs> I don't fuck it all. We'll have to get some straw crafting. I got Neanderthal hands, though, so don't let me roll anything. I'll fuck it up. That's what's always been so funny. I actually, dude, I can. I've, we talked about this before. I can. I can bundle a cigar like legitimately. I can do it right now. I can break a cigar down, rebundle it, and bind it like a motherfucker. Give me a wet wrapper. I will mangle that cigar into a pretzel. Because I just I I don't have the finesse. Like I I think I I have this weird I have this weird downward pressure I apply on shit. (laughs) And it just doesn't work. Like Lugiano laughed at me the first day him and I did it. He was like, stop muscling it and I was literally like like a kid trying to like just but like yeah. when i push i'm like i'm flattening and pushing i don't i can't my
1: i can't just roll over. and they I roll they roll on something similar to like a small thin butcher block or something mm-hmm. like that you're rolling on a large piece and of they cedar. use uh do do they all use a little different technique but it's kind of a wet paste or something like it that? is a glucose based banana glue
0: it's a banana, banana glue. It's glue. the it's the sugar from. Uh, it doesn't have to be banana, but it can be. It's, it's it's glucose from fruit. When you mix it with water, you create almost like an Elmer's glue
1: paste, and yeah, that's see, what you I use. I think I would really be good at rolling, so I would really love to experience that. But again, because of issues, COVID, um, this year's just been a crazy, crazy 2020. We got well we're coming up on two more months of this year and uh, we're gonna try to finish it out strong but yeah we got man, a wild two to next months year, man hopefully um, got, things will open up and we can turn the corner on this a little bit we got we this a, well we got this election next week you know yeah and is it or is it not is a meteor supposed to hit us like the day before oh, like shit. sunday there's a meteor supposed to hit here well, really we're gonna get hit by an asteroid <laughs> Oh, now that's another question. Is it an asteroid or a meteor? What's the difference between an asteroid and a meteor? I don't know, I thought meteors are pretty An asteroids All I know is if one hits, it'd be nice to have it because there are guys that go out and look for that. Those are big money, I think.
0: Meteor headed to Earth. All right, let's see.
1: Uh, Yeah, oh, it's a flyby. It's not going to be like the Russia thing. It was the size of a softball, and it, like, rocked the whole city or something. <laughs> it blew up a skyscraper? I can't admit it. I thought they said this was the size of a refrigerator. Oh, man. That would that would be bad.
0: Well, that's crazy. Don't they say, we're going to go down a little rabbit hole real quick, but don't they say, like, the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs was the size of a car? Oh. And it just it I hit with that one. so much force. Yeah, the, what is it? The... The yucatan is that where that crater is at i think that's the impact point that dates back to the gestation area the jurassic period when it hit again
1: look at you throwing that's some impressive dude i read a lot (laughs) i i do not read a lot dude i'm the weirdest though watch a lot i what
0: it is that's how it starts it's we'll be talking and you'll say oh Tyrannosaurus Rex, and I'll be bored, and I'm like T-Rex. And by the time I get done,
1: motherfucker, we're gonna talk about T-Rex. <laughs> I'm gonna know something. <laughs> well, I did live in dinosaur country for a while in Utah, and which is really crazy. I was telling uh, my son Dylan last night that uh, we lived in Hebert Utah, which <clears throat> I was telling him I watched this series, uh, Skinwalker Ranch. Skin- yeah, yeah. Which literally is 30, 40 minutes. Was that from the my one that house. had
0: Joe Rogan on it, or no? No, no. Okay, he did a. He did a.
1: Um, and he did, again, we did talk
0: about Joe. I Rogan read too. up. I read up on Skinwalker Ranch because yeah. Joe Rogan had this show on. I think it was sci-fi, like ten years ago, called Joe Rogan Questions Everything, and uh, him and Duncan Trussell, they're two comedians. They were going to like Bigfoot sightings, alien sightings, you know, Yeti sightings, and they went to Skinwalker Ranch. And they were like, Joe Rogan was like, I used to believe in it, like for sure. But he's like, this dude that was showing us around would literally pull quarters out of his pocket, throw them at a tree and be like, oh, did you hear that?
1: <laughs> at Skinwalker Ranch. At Skinwalker Ranch, It'd be yeah. interesting to know who was running it at that time because there was a guy who bought it. He was some aeronautical physicist or whatever. He had it for a long time and they went through all like a decade of findings but they've not been released they're all they've been closed you can't do it so now another company out of utah has bought it they've done this series and they have a lot of things on film that you have seen now god knows who knows but it was at least interesting that it was 30 40 minutes from my house and uh i never knew that shit was going on like a portal or something for ufos that's so cool i know that's it's fucking awesome did you since we're
0: since we're in this rabbit hole and i love it did you hear what the um pentagon did about two months ago no they released documents saying that they have two aircraft that are not from this world that's the actual documentation oh i didn't hear that. declassified by the pentagon yeah And literally it was on the news on like that you know like when you're watching the news that little sidebar goes by this thing right here Mm -hmm. and then it was like up antifa and covid
1: (laughs) it would not surprise me if trump wins the election he you know flies around in one of those for a while at a few of his uh his rallies you know there's crazier stuff going on than that to me it seems like
0: yeah I'm like, dude, just tell us the aliens are real, you know, bring them get out. I it. want to have a cigar and an alien on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? So like, dude, give that? me some, of that, that's a give year, me
1: some uh, of that Venus tobacco. You know what I'm saying? Let's do a bourbon cigar pairing. Sky, it's right. Sky- Skywalker. Can we Ranch. can we
0: can we get a uh, go to Skinwalker Ranch with a Mars barrel age Buffalo Trace like can that happen? Yeah, by the way, I think I said Skywalker Skinwalker. Skinwalker. Uh, you're on. You're still on that yeah Mandalorian side, man. Right. Uh, but, dude, I got to say, opening up this Halloween podcast. Um, These have just gotten better. Dude, They're, I'm telling I think I'd like this size better. What I what I'd like about it is I think there's obviously it's a little thicker. So there's probably if I had it's probably an extra filler leaf. It's probably not a binder leaf, but it's in there and it's coming down and ready to roll. Um, and I think you're getting more flavor. There's more combustion uh and it's burning a little slower than the lanceros do i yeah. think because i could take a skinny monster the, the lanceros i'll torque that cigar down 25 minutes i mean we've already it's been gone on these for 45. 45 minutes yeah <clears throat> but yeah so we're sitting here in lit we are uh, where the uh patreon guys will see us in the video we are sitting back here in the back corner by the front door they got some pumpkins up um got a little halloween decor going on Uh, i think that if you guys are in town i think they're doing a little costume thing maybe some music on saturday i think maybe um i think it's looking you know we're probably going to be up at the cowboys farm um woody and buzz light here that shit's going down dude the wings light up you sold me on the lighting up wings
1: well, I didn't know it until you showed it. And I'll say said, to you know, infinity Buzz, and beyond, I'll be Woody, you be Lightyear, or Buzz, whatever you call him. Anyway, maybe Mr. Potato Head. Oh, there is a potato. There's a potato there. head. But yeah, then I have to have a Mrs. Potato Head eating Ruffles. Yeah. I told my son if he was coming, he could be. Isn't the new one like a spoon or something? I have not seen any Toy Story I after the either, first one. But I thought I saw. I have uh, seen little the. Little I have little. seen. Toy story i didn't even know there was a second one there's like five of them right i get, or four. Yes. and then somebody said you should be the monster in monsters inc and i'm like i'm gonna be around bonfires that's the last thing i need to do is be that's a lot around of flammable my, that's a lot of flammable I, hair right yeah you know plus i have to wear like a headpiece and you know the cowboy woody was fitting for me and so, it looks it looks good man we'll it looking, looks good i wanted to bring a little comedy to the yeah. cowboy feel, you know
0: well i was thinking man i mean like um you know our whole the house party plan went to shit with the COVID in the building and all that but i remember the the we were literally i remember one day we sat down for like 40 minutes trying to think of stupid ideas we could do for a halloween um because last year you did joker
1: uh, yeah, which I was, I did the first time I did, heard on makeup, but I, I
0: thought did, we all looked great. I did steampunk and I didn't realize until I looked at pictures when I did steampunk and everyone came over and saw me. They're like, so you put a hat on and have a cane? Like I was wearing the same jeans, the same shirt I always wear. I had a cool vest on. I had some rings on. <laughs> I was like, I put a hat on. And a can- I kept that cane though, man, because that's a fuck you cane. That is a good cane. That's a
1: say something. My Joker cane. cane was good, but it wasn't quality. But the plat, it, it looked good. But even Woody, I'm basically Woody. All the time that's except-
0: cool, but you should take one of your colts, strip the rounds out of it, and carry the colt in the holster.
1: Uh, yeah, I already thought of that, and I'm like, uh, eh, no, let's strip keep the all- rounds out of it. I understand that, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, you know how that all went down on the uh, uh the crow. That
0: was the inaugural Somebody said the it, inaugural Hodge visit, that was the inaugural bourbon cowboy. So, bourbon.
1: I have a gun that I, I painted, I dialed it up, it'll go in my holster. It's a little cap gun. And, um, but yeah, that's basically me with Woody's hat and uh, a purchase giddy up shirt of theirs, but everything else will be typical Hodge, you know, but we're at the farm. So I had to do a little something uh, different. We went with kind of the villains and stuff last year, which I thought was really cool. That was cool. We had a a good time last year. Halloween was fun, a lot of fun. Um, I will be carving some pumpkins. I'll get all my work done tomorrow and start cleaning them and carving them. And uh, I got who knows. Depending on how late we are here tonight, I may even carve one here. Who knows? Yeah, dude, we should carve one up for Brian. Maybe J Nine will bring one out. Before yeah,
0: we'll it bring a hour. pumpkin up because you know we're getting into that golden tea. Mm. You know it's gonna happen. It's yeah. tradition now. We're getting into that golden tea. I'm gonna put some uh, candy corn pants on. I think i don't know it's gonna be fun so i want to thank you again for these monsters dude guys we're gonna have another cigar you know the second half of the show um let's talk to so i was talking um the other day to uh, one of my accounts where we were hanging out scary movies right i'm a huge scary movie fan like i love and i shouldn't say scary movies because there are two movies in this world that have ever like literally terrified
1: me i turned one off what I what watch. what you may know what it was but it was and i watched one last night that i think you'll really if you know it, it's called the rover yes i haven't watched it yet but i know what it is i watched it last night you it good? was crazy Fuck yeah what turn what'd you turn off it was australia it was an australian flick and these girls went out way out in australia to one of these buttes like they come out of nowhere yeah and they got abducted and taken to some guy's house and he was just peeling them apart. Oh, and no. And it was brutal. Haven't it was seen brutal. that. Do
0: you know, if anyone can find this, and I actually think it got removed from, uh, from Netflix, but it's called The Fair-Headed Child. It's a 46-minute long movie, okay? This movie scared the shit out of me. The movie is about a girl's riding home on her bike. She gets hit by a car on accident. It's a doctor, to the, a husband, and a wife that are both doctors or pediatricians. They pick her up, they take her to their house, they pretend they're calling an ambulance, they met her up, they stitch her up. She wakes up tied up in the basement. Now, in the basement is uh, this 12-year-old boy who's untying her and apologizing and going to sneak her out, and he's like, we got to get you out before midnight, okay? Now, the parents had made a deal with the devil. They couldn't have kids. They had to have a kid, but for 18 years of the kid's life, once a year at the the, the, uh, old, uh, um, is it Hallow's, Old Hallow's Eve? hallows eve hallows eve yeah so uh, halloween on the full moon because in this movie every halloween was a full moon you had to sacrifice a female virgin and this kid when the sun came out turned into this fuck the most realistic terrifying child demon i have ever seen in my like i can see this thing right now talking about it and it just 46 minutes terrified the shit out of me scare me the other one is the strangers that movie to this day is with Liv Tyler.
1: See, you're 30, I'm 59. Yeah. So the one I started with, which was crazy, because I lived in the country, right? And we knew about Momo's and mm-hmm. you know Bigfoot and all that. It's so a legend of Boggy Creek. Oh yeah. That scared the hell out of me. I probably first saw it at a drive-in because yeah. you know back in the day we went to the drive-in.
0: Dude, here's you know, here's something I've told you. I can't talk movies with the Daltons or anything like that. But you want to talk horror movies? I will tear your world up. And then come on, The Exorcist come around. I mean, that I was always crazy. found that movie funny. I don't know why. Well, because it was based in St. St. Louis. Well, I know. it had a little bit more of for us. Yeah, well, I, I just always found it funny. Like, and when The first time I saw it, I, I told you, you asked me who my favorite monster was last week. Michael yeah. Myers is my favorite monster. Yeah, and he's still going. <laughs> he's still going, dude. I just, I actually watched the other day there's two more so there's coming. two more 2021 and 2022 i just watched um the newest one with jamie lee curtis and it's her granddaughter and Did all it just that be re- it was just like last year uh, no i think it was actually Halloween oh, the one 2018 she's a little older they give her the yeah and she's hair. a drunk and she's got the, she's got uh, the traps in the house. yes thing in yes. her kitchen like the whole she's got the trap doors oh and, yeah she yeah. was ready dude it was and you know who directed that movie I do not. Oh my! I'm, oh, I'm gonna forget his name. Yeah. Do
1: uh, you ever seen Eastbound and Down? I don't think so. Oh, what is his damn name? But I'm real happy you've heard of this thing called the Rover. Yeah, I saw it the other day. I. I oh, you've seen it then? No, no, no. I
0: saw it. You saw? It I've like, got it set up. Yeah. Uh, Danny McBride directed that movie. Danny
1: McBride. He's in.
0: He's got the mullet. He's in Eastbound and Down. He's in. Uh, um, uh, oh that new oh, I have to, oh, we'll talk about it later I want take time to thinking about it. but it was what I liked about it so much is it followed suit with all of those 84 to 99/ slasher movies but it modernized it. the way they put the fade onto his mask and, and the, the sounds and the, the screeches and it was awesome. Love it. like I, I am a I have seen three movies in a movie theater in the past eight years right yeah. so i saw we saw the joker which with i which i love i jo- saw that joaquin that phoenix crazy loved it and then we saw it in it chapter two i love saw it pennywise is my favorite clown ever yeah. and i love what i loved about those movies that they they did with movies that you, when people remake movies i've said this over and over i was like don't change the movie take the same damn script but use today's technology to make the movie. And you'll make millions of dollars. And that's what they did with it. They didn't change a damn thing. They just
1: modernized it. It was the kids grown up and then he came back. Yeah, it was awesome. one of my favorite also, creature wise, has always been the creature from the Black Lagoon. That's
0: something I wish they would redo. Like, or just do it again. Because when was the last rendition of the creature from Last Dragoon? 82? I know there's some, like, Because oh, they sh- made a TV show out of it, didn't they? Didn't they make a TV show? Or was the creature part of the Monsters? Remember that TV show? The Monsters? Yeah, the
1: Monsters. There was the Monsters. There was uh, the Addams Family. Mm-hmm. And those were really fun to watch. And You know what pissed me off when they read to the Addams Family? It was
0: a fucking cartoon. Really? Came out about four years ago. It's a cartoon.
1: Oh, I've never seen that
0: dumb stupid
1: yeah it's horrible of course i've always watched the batman he's out of all of them you know batman has always been my favorite dude i have i have the eternal question about batman you ready yeah why has
0: no one ever just shot him in the fucking face yeah you know what i'm saying shoot him in the face i mean can you get his nose mouth everything shoot him in the mouth
1: I didn't know if he him had him like a bulletproof Girl? mask. No. I mean, you'd really have to get in there and get Shoot.
0: him. Man, this is the United States but military. You
1: know, <laughs> what? Well, what was that one movie? I swear, it was one of those action flicks where they were trying to get this kid out of some country, and they sent this guy in to get him out. Oh, dude, the one with Hemsworth oh, on Netflix. God. The dude yeah. has got the gun in here, and he and all these guys he's coming against are all have the the, the best armor and shit on him, and he's getting them in the neck. They're swatted up. They're fu- yeah, they're fucking solid. I'm like man, that guy just has to be amazing. But I will say extractor. John Wick. I love I, mean, John, I love those movies, dude. I mean, and then when you
0: personally see him training and he does all that. Well, that's the thing about Keanu Reeves. He's like a he's like a black belt in like 40 different forms of karate and judo in real life. And he's an amazing sharpshooter. They have him Oh, really he really is. He trained it. in um he trained in California or I'm sorry, in Texas. There's a uh uh I I'd have to look it up, but the guy that owns this is this huge black dude. He was a lawyer and i i want to say i may have the story wrong so please chat me he defended a innocent shooting like someone broke into a house in texas and i think the woman discharged the shotgun and missed the individual but barred his left shoulder so like he got hit with the bird shot in his left shoulder and fell out and he tried to sue her so when that got done he left being a lawyer he did not re-up his bar opened a a weapons range and is now one of the most prolific shooters in the country like he is just lights out with any weapon you know you're talking a guy that can walk down a 50-yard target with a glock 40 cruise down 20 rounds half dollar mass just you're
1: dead dude he'll he will eat your heart out
0: from 50 yards away with not a side only
1: shooters arm. but speed loaders accuracy moving around rolling jumping doing all that well
0: there crap. was a there was a time i could do some pretty slick shit with a with a rifle but i'm old
1: speaking of rifle you know the rifle man was pretty damn cool mm-hmm yeah well, we kind of got off the Halloween mm-hmm. thing, but uh, come back, no. Yeah. So, uh, Halloween movies. So,
0: um, are you when you? What are you into when it? Well, talk about your
1: pumpkins. Do that, because you you literally, like I, I well, will we'll never forget. My, we'll put some of my pumpkins up on the website and then. Oh hell I'll yeah! We'll, we'll put them. But I don't, I'm not into any of those stenciling deals. That's what I wanted to talk about.
0: I, I want to lead on with, I will never forget the first time we, or not the first time we hung it was the first Halloween we had hung out. I carry a backpack everywhere. I've got my humidor. Uh, the Bourbon Cowboys always got his backpacks. We got cigars and you know, the Bourbon Cowboys not without bourbon, ever. Like I'm never without cigars, ever. Uh, well, there was that one time. There was that one time. I didn't have any cigars. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> But um, we sit down and we're sitting down, we're pulling bottles out and setting up and this guy gets up like an interior decorator and within three minutes, it's fucking a fall harvest. Within 360 of us, there's pumpkins, different shapes, sizes, long stems, short stems, just everywhere.
1: Well, when I look at a pumpkin, I, I look at maybe 25, 50 pumpkins in a small patch that I may pick a couple from, but I always look for a face like there's a facing on every pumpkin some don't have stems i believe it's all about the stem the look of the pumpkin and i i got maybe one of my most i mean i told janine when i saw it it, it the inspiration was kind of like the elephant man do you remember the story the elephant man the black and white it was amazing yes <laughs> and uh I got that, so I'm gonna be carving a bad bone. But I always try to just do something old school, like with some eyes or a mouth or a slit well, in the eye or something. And I, yeah, I try to create an old face. The stenciling, I have no desire to get involved with that. Why well, don't? Eat, so I've, I've always, I've, I've okay, well, I can't like say Ka- Ka- West on a damn pumpkin it seems ridiculous to me.
0: <laughs> Kanye 2020, bro, what's up? Uh, <laughs> um, no, obviously being a kid. Oh, I did the ash on the floor thing. Um, they got the, the little vacuum thing. Yeah, well. I know. They're dude. They're fucking. They're twenty twenty in this bitch, bro. Yeah. Um. I being a kid. You know, I, I got the. You go to Walmart or Safeway or whatever, and you get a your know, pumpkin. You got this little pink stenciling kit, and I just I was never good at following the lines because I went like, man, I don't think an eye looks like that. So I, I love to carve pumpkins partially because i like to take the seeds throw them on a pan uh himalayan sea salt little black pepper bake those fuckers and chew on them during the day
1: amazing you might but, have to do that for me because i have not done that oh, but I, i'll,
2: I've I'll seen do guys it, it i'll
0: do it next week i'll get some pumpkins this weekend and do it and we'll because we'll, you can get if you get a like i don't know sizes size of pumpkins but if you get a, a good pumpkin right you, know, you can get pumpkins about this big you know probably what three feet in diameter that's not really big, you know, it's not this big. Dude, you can get about 200 seeds out of that thing. Yeah. And you can make, you know, probably about six sandwich baggies that you can chew on all day. You know, one bag will last you a week. You just chew on them because they're very hearty. And there's no... The thing I like about that seed is there's there's not really an internal side. It's almost like chewing on Why a bone. I eat the whole thing. Well, I do too. That's like sunflower seeds. What is the I eat one that's seeds.
1: got the little Indian... Is it Indian pumpkin seeds or something? It's got an Indian on it with a full... You know, head piece, and they're white, and they're a little salty, and you can chew them all up. I used to. Oh, I don't know. Chew them up almost to like where they're wheat, and then I spit that out. But well, that's like
0: with with sunflower seeds. I suck on them and I spit them out, right? But like pistachios, <laughs> I suck on them until they get soft, crack them, eat the nuts, spit the shell out. Right. Yeah. Do it all the time.
1: Well, no, like I always the- watch people grab pistachios and they peel them open and eat the nut. I'm like, you bum. Yeah, I can do it all too. But when I do the pumpkins, get back to that. You know, like, I'll put some, a variety of a few on our little website. But I, like, there'll be an amazing, elongated, like, tall. And I will just put, like, two slits right down. Yeah, are fucking cool, Put man. him over on a tree stump close to the woods. And it's just all about his eyes. And you put, you put LED lights in them, not candles, right? Well... I wish i could design my own led light like specific colors because i obviously red and orange i really like but since the last three or four years these white pumpkins have come out um it can take some amazing pumpkins because that white pumpkin put somewhere can have a glow that's so different than the orange they're very mysterious in that and everybody says well you do that nightmare before Christmas one, Jack, and I do, but there's so many different variations of of that style face that I do. You do the Jack Skeleton one? Jack Skeleton, yeah. And um, I like the little handheld pumpkins. They're pretty quick. You can usually carve one of those in about 30 minutes. The big ones are easy too, because even though they're bigger, there's less guts. Sometimes the smaller ones are a pain in the ass a little tighter carving skills but anyway
0: well i can i can imagine that i can imagine you know like i th- but what what i was talking pumpkins what i like about carving is you know you get the generic like cat on the moon or you, know, you get the wolf howling like i've always really liked that one but i wasn't good at the lines so what i do now is like a couple years ago when we carved pumpkins with uh goddaughter and whatnot we were sitting there and uh she was like what do you want to do and i was like take a marker and draw on it she's like really i was like yeah draw on it i'll cut the outline out and then let's let's dig it in
1: let's have fun if you just do a water one you can wash it right off right a, right but i usually carry um i've got probably 25 year old knives that are just fillet knives old wooden ones that i've mm-hmm. found with the right almost it's almost like a big fat spoon without the uh handle and i just palm it and i scoop them out really quick And then um, I can get in there and carve them. And then I I use these new utility knives to get really detail oriented. But for the most part, I keep my stuff pretty um, traditional. I think traditional stuff looks really good. Yeah. Some I make clowns, some I make vampires, some like- um, Well, you you get these really- pirate eyes, you know, anything. I just try it, light it up you get these really
0: intricate artists that will will do this these these elaborate designs inside a pumpkin that is crazy but i think you told me this the more you take from the outside of a pumpkin the less time it lasts right oh yeah it'll definitely. start wil- is it wilting definitely. is that it's, yeah, it's it's a it's a ve- a pumpkin's a vegetable right
1: no nah, there you go i i what is it? a it's is like, it's like a tomato an offshoot of a gore okay and a uh, gore is an offshoot squash, of an eggplant right yeah usually squash, the, squash the gores, which they really put out more now than that the white variety they do have pumpkin varieties there's white pumpkins that are more gourish, gore but um, I, that's a good question i don't know i don't know if it's special but you know like squash you know, yeah. you cook that pumpkins, you can cook pumpkin pies. Some pumpkins are for pumpkin pies. some are just more or less for carving. Right, and I think right. all of that has a time and a place. I wish sure. I would have brought a pumpkin. Huh? anyway. All right, guys, we're uh, gonna do this. We're gonna take, we'll take, a, a,
0: uh, we'll take a little break here. Um, we're gonna fire up some new cigars. We're gonna try and get um, one of the uh, Snyders over here, maybe talk with us a little bit, have a cigar for a little bit, kind of check in what's going on with Lit. Um, and, uh, we will see you guys after this break. You stay tuned. Yeah. Craft Imperial is brought to you in part by Wildwood Pub and Grill in Wildwood, Missouri. Great place to go into to grab a drink, awesome food, a mixture of your neighborhood bar and grill, nightlife, and the baddest place to hit golf balls inside. Experience their four to five bay golf simulator, full 18 holes to a driving range. Go into Wildwood Pub, mention you heard about them on Craft Imperial Podcast, and you will receive a voucher for one free hour of virtual golf in one of the simulating bays. Drop in, grab a drink, have some awesome food, amazing people, and enjoy. All right, everyone, we are. All right, everyone, we are back from our little break. Sorry, I thought I hit the wrong button there. Uh, We're good. So we've got our next pour going on. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, I'm going to kind of touch on this cigar. So we are smoking from uh, House Blends Direct. This is the Trace Kappa uh, 6.5 by 54. So when you see this cigar, you've got a barber pull of... um, a natural, uh, probably a Habano, to be honest, maybe a Colorado escuro, and then you've got a Candela as well, and it barber pulls all the way up. Um, aesthetically, the cigar is really, really cool. Um, these will be fun to smoke. Uh, binder filler with Dominican
1: Nicaraguan. That's crazy. I've never... This is like... The barber pole idea is crazy, man. This is like... I mean, it's like Edward Scissorhands cigar or something, it's like freaking crazy. Right, so we're
0: gonna fire these guys up and then uh, we will discuss this whiskey we've got in front of us. Um, We're gonna have Brian Snyder from Lit, he's gonna join us to discuss
1: a few things. You seem like you're talking quiet tonight. You're not as loud as you normally are. And I'm like, hey, let's get back to our regular. It's, I guess because we're in the corner. Dude, I'm in it. Things I'm just are a saying, little quiet. But. I'm just saying these mics pick up so great, I don't have to yell at the microphone anymore. <laughs> I well, mean, that's maybe this is what I'm hearing. Wow. That's a blast right off the beginning. These might end up being really fun so far. I mean, man. Mm. yeah those get real uh, nude and peppery and, right uh, off the bat right off the get-go that's pretty cool so then we are just broke up a bottle of the yellowstone 101 it's a special edition um, aged in armagnac barrels well now i'm trying to see that though it says limited edition Right, uh, yep. Kentucky straight bourbon finished in Armanac cask. There we go. Um, proof one hundred and one, and it's a freaking absolutely gorgeous bottle. I I'm trying to think of a bottle that's close to it, and this is pretty unique from what I see. Um, and of course, we're going to have pictures. We I took some pictures of our hats. Maybe we're going to get lucky and have some pumpkins later, but um yeah it's really crazy I, I when i first you sent me a picture of that i was almost like in the back of my head because we've been watching the yellowstone series i was like is it it wouldn't surprise me to see some yellowstone special edition um with the series that's out right and i kind of wanted to touch on that like yellowstone
0: limestone branch distilling has been around for a few years maybe a decade i think Um, they've had their product out it is probably safe to say that kevin costner tv show has elevated the brand i would absolutely think because so. you've got to think that the average the average viewer has got
1: his brand it does right i know it does i bottle. know it
0: but what's awesome about that yeah. is i can't find anything that correlates the whiskey to the show right but i do and he I, drinks bourbon in the, the show he by does the way. and he's a blends really he drinks a lot of blends um, is that in the show you know he drinks blends in the, in the show, show yeah you see the bottle pop up every now and then Mm, I th- no, I I'm thinking of Justified. Sorry, what is he drinking? Yellowstone.
1: It's all in the canners. You don't really see oh, what okay. he's drinking. Okay, cool. So it wouldn't surprise
0: me. Season four is coming up, uh, March, I think, right? Season I four. I haven't heard. Exactly. Well, when I, I would almost bet that season four, you start seeing Line Branch Distillery Yellowstone bottles on the show, with that
1: cattle stamp on there. Wow, this is really. A- a little out of our neck of the woods this is like really light and um really light right off the bat yeah it's um it's very airy uh but it's, it's got, very airy
0: it's air it's cloudy it's like very just breezy but it's got like a uh, honeycomb like it's almost like you're sauce. smoking air yeah it's air. really calm <laughs> You know, like, uh, what was that, uh, Spaceballs,
1: when they had fresh air in the can? <laughs> is the draw good? Yeah, it's like I'm smoking air. It's like, yeah, the draw's good. Like breathing through a snorkel. Well, let's... But uh, I will, we will definitely reserve all opinions till we get another at least inch or two. At it. least two more. But in, it looks yeah. like it. The other thing, too, is I'm saying it's airy and it's smoking... It Bro, looks the to me like it's Look smoking out, fast steady already. That ash is, yeah, it's cooking. This thing's cooking yeah. for sure. Uh, well, let's cheers up
0: this 2020 limited. Let's uh, let's check. Yeah, this I'm out, excited. Man. I hope this. Ar- is Have really you ever good. had Armagnac?
1: No, me neither. I'm, I'm not even quite sure what the hell that I'm a, is. I'm, a, I'm actually me and you were both dumbfounded. I don't even know what that Armagnac is. Cognac. I'm gonna Google it, but let's let's find is out. Is it a, like a? It has to be some sort of sweet. It's got to be a sort yeah. of cognac. I mean, yeah, it ends, yeah you know. Wow, that's really interesting. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not gonna say anything on it yet. Well, I can tell you my first impression oh, is not okay.
0: disappointing. Oh, okay, here you go, but- here you go. So, Armagnac is a type of brandy produced in the Armagnac region of Gascony, France. Okay. So that's that's
1: the difference between that and cognac so this is a wine that it's like everything it, it just goes through its fruition yeah so here's and the then difference And this is an armagnac it's like brandy but this is the region of armagnac france. region of france here's the difference between cognac and
0: armagnac cognac is twice distilled using a pot still and armagnac undergoes column distillation in the armagnac region uh, it's used in the same type of stills that are often used to create neutral spirits and vodka. So, column stills. So, that's like the, uh, the biggest way to reference that is like when you've got single malt scotch versus a blended scotch. And the only difference is the column still addition of a neutral spirit to blend the scotch. Huh. Well, so far it's good. Um, yeah, I like it. I'm going to try and get uh, Brian over here to get a pour and uh, come talk. See, we might have a, another buddy jump in. Our boy Travis is here. Um, see if he wants to chitty
1: chat. Uh, we're going to get Big Daddy over here. Still, yeah, still his this nickname. is just a wild bonanza of flavors. I can just tell. This is going to be a hard burn all through this um, barber pole, as you call it. I almost like... So like I love that barber pole term. Uh, barber pole term. Well, that's that's
0: obviously what it is. Well, yeah, I mean you spin it, right? But this is more like a candy cane in my opinion.
1: You know. Do you remember when we had that green Hornet a couple yeah. of years ago? Yeah, yeah. What did we call that tobacco that was green? Candela. Candela. Yeah, it's Candela. It's uh African neutral there.
0: Oh, so enter Big Daddy. There he is. There he is. How you doing, bro? There's your mic. Just go ahead and clip it up. It's already set up.
1: Oh, yep, you're, you're there. Testing, testing, testing. You can put the sexy voice on, too. So we just- Hello, ladies and gentlemen. A uh, little recap. We just, I don't think me and Mark have ever seen on a bottle finish in, in a, hopefully I'm pronouncing it correctly, Armagnac? Armagnac. Yeah, Armagnac. And we just looked that up. You know, the only the difference between
0: that and cognac. And you know uh, where, the, where the Armagnac name comes from. It's a uh, region in France. I know it's French. It's French, yeah. You know the only difference between the distillation and them? No. So cognac is done in twice distilled in pot stills. And Armagnac goes through a neutral spirit distillation in column stills. Wow, vertical columns, still. Wow, fucking science, see how that right? stuff
1: just flows off his tongue. Me, I've I mean, told you Google me a while. When, when I broke, Google when Google I read to be able, able to do yeah, that. Yeah, I'll I can never read it off of that Google, that's not my style. Anyway, anyway. Well, it's <laughs> mine, motherfucker. <laughs> no, but you did it without Google, right there. You read it, and now you said it. <laughs> yeah. And, well,
0: with, uh, uh, Brian, so cheers, man.
1: Yeah, for sure. Thank for having you
0: so much. I know we
1: had a loophole of places today, but we're here. I'm glad you're here. And I'm glad we came because it didn't look like it got any better, really. No, it didn't. It's windy as hell. And it you would know have been what? Good. Dude, we're inside. We're in our favorite spot, our locker
0: sponsor. Bomb ass lounge. We all know that. We tall this place up like fucking
1: crazy. Um, but we're inside.
2: So is that beautiful. your first beautiful in here. It's my hanging first time. Out.
1: What do you think? Well, we've had cognac finishes, and I really like this. It's just a little different. Can I say what I like about this
0: different than a cognac finish? Cognac finishes are always very sweet. Viking, you can say. Okay, thank you. What do you think? Because you asked me.
1: They're very sweet. Can you say? I give you permission.
0: That's what I like, though. Yeah, not a lot. It's it's more of an undertone of a sweet. Yeah.
1: And you're still getting that, uh, what I think about regular production, Yellowstone, that, that heat. I mean, don't you think guys who are regularly doing taste profiles and everything i mean we get a little down on the sweet and i think you're right i think you really called it on the head this is a little under sweet but you get it and it's not like overdone it's really nice. not at all it's,
0: it's more of like a toasted sweet you know what i mean? like you sugar the barrel yeah let's put it that way Whereas like, whereas, like, cognac really, really, because, you know, cognac is like syrup, in my opinion. It's like heavily, heavily, the nose heavily, is heavily super I oh, mean, well, that, the nose super sweet. Oh, well, that's what, because I think the nose,
1: you're still getting that nyak feeling, that, that those last three letters... And here's the other thing. The we port. just opened this bottle, like we've always said on the podcast, that, you know, give this time some breathe. It'd be interesting to come back to it in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah, for after sure. After there's been some pours out of it. it let really it oxygenate heat. a little bit, yeah. you know, let the alcohol evaporate and all that. But the pour is really sweet, but the drink is uh, super smooth. Oh, yeah.
2: So this is the first time uh, he's done something different than a wine barrel finish in the limited
0: edition. Right, I was that's what I was getting ready to ask you. Um, because uh the Cowboys saying he's got a 101 from Yellow or he's got two 101s from Yellowstone.
2: Um, but I think this is the, this is the first time in this glass, right? This, this bottle. Yep. All new bottle design. The other right. bottles have always been the same design, just different labels. Like the size of like your barrel. Yeah. Pick. Okay. Cause uh, the one you have has a black label, right? Yeah. Black yeah. and white, yeah. black yeah. And, and, and yellow,
0: red.
1: red. I think red. I got red. it a red. year ago or so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's in oh, it. Oh, black it's, and yellow. It's labels. also in like a know? cardboard yeah. canister, one of them yeah. tubes. And I've never opened it and tried it. And I told him. Like a tube, like EH Taylor comes in? Yes. Yeah. Like oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. And uh, so I don't even know that I've ever tried that 101. I just saw it, which is very rare to find one. And I, I, I grabbed it and put it on the, in the vault, but this is great. I yeah, mean, so how was, um,
0: like I, we, we talked earlier that you and Dana and, and some friends went down, did the bourbon trail and we saw all the pictures you put up. Um,
2: you were having cigars at Limestone. We were, we were. So they have a, a really cool patio. Out front, big comfortable couches and chairs. Yeah. And uh, I knew Stephen Fonte, who's their ambassador. I knew he was a cigar smoker. Nice. So I, I brought him a cigar down to smoke. So he came out and smoked with us. And then Stephen Beam came out and sat with us for probably 45 minutes. Just sat and talked to us, which was one of the coolest things ever.
0: It's cool. Like, so, you'll never forget it, right? Never, like, it was awesome. Never ever. What was never. your favorite part about the Bourbon Trail? Because you want to know something about me? You've never been? Never done it. Really? Yeah, never done it. So you know it's We crazy. were we were supposed to this year, like the whole summer plan this year was well, I think we had three trips planned back to back to ride the bourbon trail three times. Because we were going to get in, introduce, and we were gonna go see Jackie at Old Forester, because Jackie's ICANN, she's a St. Louis native. She was uh, about I want to say it was six years ago she was part of the bartender's guild here Wow. Uh, and then she picked up the uh, I think I want to say she picked up a ambassador job and then became the head taster 404 sir wow. um, so we wanted to introduce to everyone you know, we wanted to hit a bunch of we wanted to go to Peerless wanted to go uh, Wilderness Trail obviously that's kind of the big bourbon that we're yeah, I'm the only one that doesn't have a bottle because, you know, but I don't know fucking where I missed that text. But. Well, I have been <laughs> to Wilderness Trail. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what was your, like, doing that doing that trip, what was your favorite part about
2: it? Oh, I mean. And you guys
0: went to match, right?
2: We did go to okay, match. cool. I, I had been there once before. Um, wow, what was my favorite part? I mean, my favorite part, you expect me to say this because we're, we're sitting here talking about this bourbon, but out of all the places that I've, and I've been on the bourbon trail once before, the manual nature of, still, of what still goes down at Yellowstone is very impressive. What do you there's, mean by that? They're still hand-labeling bottles. They're still doing all that stuff. You know, when really? We, when we walked in to get into the distillery... Uh, to walk around a little bit. They've, they've got a little mold that, that the bottle lays down on and there's literally somebody sitting there hand putting the labels on the bottles. That's cool. Yeah, it's really it was really That's cool. Pretty cool. It's really cool So just the you know, it's a it's a small craft distiller and you know Just to, to watch the way they're they're building the brand is is really cool Well, Yeah,
0: and I gotta tell you like I remember when you had the barrel samples of it and we were drinking through it and I was like man I've had Yellowstone once before and it wasn't I probably had it a couple of times. We'd had it a couple of times, and I was like, it's good. "I mean, it's it's not bad whiskey, but no. like that regular production, it's it's not. I, I don't I won't buy it. Like, right. That regular bottle on the shelf, it's not my not your go-to. I don't do it. But then your barrel pick was phenomenal. I yeah. wish it would have stayed at the cash strength, but yes. they don't do a cash strength offering. We pretty so. much picked it just off the, the, uh, the nose. The nose, yeah. yeah. It was that, that that was something that I thought was so so unique about that barrel pick it was so estranged from the regular production. Like it would have been really curious to see that bo- that batch, that barrel batch to hit the market. And I think if it wasn't picked and it would have hit the market, it probably would have changed the idea on Yellowstone because it's so, it's, it's realms are different. It's, it's so different. The, the nose, like you, you go from a, a flat um, corn wheat kind of blend, to a very sweet, robust, floral, and like we knew it right away. And we joked on it. I know you listened to it. We joked on it. I was like, I really hope we got this right because if we don't, Brian's gonna be pissed.
1: <laughs> I don't think he had any doubt we would pick it out because we pretty much picked it the minute we smelled it. We were like, "That's got to be yeah, it." Yep, on the straw. That's that's definitely it. Yeah. So rumor
2: rumor is next year's pick will be a cask strength. Don't hold me to that, but that's the. I might hold you a little to it. That's the rumor. Just saying. Not that I already have the date on my calendar. Oh, but, yeah. But mm. we're we're going down. Um, we're going down next May to do that pick. That's awesome. So, I'm looking forward um, to that.
0: We're trying to put together. Uh, we know we're doing our one-year anniversary here. Um, we're trying to get the uh, exact date yet. Not yet. I think not the yet. one thing that's in the loop is we're just waiting. We know we have crown heads. Yeah. Uh, we're just trying to lock down Luciano.
2: I talked to Dave yesterday, uh, and he, he's reached out. You know, Luciano's going to put some date options together. So.
0: Yeah. Well, when we talked to Luciano the other night, we brought it up, and yeah. he said he'll be here. Um, but what we're trying to set up with Luciano, we were talking about Nicaragua earlier. Um, this is a trip that's probably been in the works for two years. Um, we, we want to do an opening season trip with uh, Luciano to Nicaragua next year. Yeah. Um, and with Luciano, it's he'll pick us up from the airport. We stay at his uh, property. Um, he'll bring us back. And what fascinates me so much about Luciano and it shows how the Pichardo family is in Nicaragua the dinners that we're gonna have, when we go to dinner, we'll be sitting with Nick Perdomo, Rocky Patel, the Padron family, AJ will be there. Like, we'll all be sitting there with, with these, with these, you know, sitting with the Padron family. I don't care what member it is. To have a cigar handed to me by a Padron family member would probably be one of the highlights of my entire smoking career. Ever, absolutely. To, to, to have, like, I got to meet Jose one time, um, uh, but to, 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 I don't care. Just, just to be with that family, having dinner, and to have that cigar would be amazing. And Luciano goes, "Oh, that's a Tuesday." Oh, well, I'm glad your Tuesdays are awesome. Cool. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> he he
2: told me that when uh, when I when I was with him back in July, he made that exact same statement. He says, you know, he says we're we're going to visit everybody down there. He says we're all family. You know, we all we all like each other, and we all enjoy each other, and so.
1: It's would, the same way with musicians, you know. Yeah. They all get together every once in a while and jam one night, have some drinks. It's just another night. But yeah. for us, it's just like, it's like, wow.
0: Oh, my God. I, I, I Oh, my God. And there's I so many cool hand.
1: questions you want to ask and you've thought about over the time, like how they do this, how they do that, in casual conversation oh, wow. on an evening or whatever, a couple of days with them, to find out and actually put us to work or whatever and, and learn some more things. I'm more hands-on. Uh, he seems to and he's younger than me but he he reads stuff and it retains it I, I like to be around it i like to be involved in it physically doing it and to get to go down there and be it that would be a, a big thing for me being
0: insane. and like I, I found that um you know and like brian you know this you've been a you've been a smoker for a long time um you've been in the industry in some way or another as a customer seller yeah. owner for a long time not uh, 30 years 20 years you're probably right there on the same with us um if not more than me i mean you're older than me so probably wow um but uh not a lot not
2: a lot jesus come on um neither one of you are old I enough to be your, my father i could i could be your dad how old are you i'm will be 47 in december i'm 30 bro i know so uh, i could i could have had you you weren't you
0: weren't pumped something at 16 i'm 59 bro. getting ready to turn 60 in december
2: <laughs> hello Hello.
0: <laughs> um, but uh, I, mom, it's, I, it's, I guess I'm listening. the old guy is in you, the group. It's really interesting because, like you said, you, you work up all these questions, all these things you want to ask. But I think what's really unique that I don't think any other industry can have, other than cigars and alcohols, if you're if you're sitting with Fred No drinking Booker's, you're. I, I think the last question in my mind is, what made you build that mash bill no i want to know what's up man that's all i want to know what's up and let's go from there and i think that's what it is you sit down and it's like i I feel like when you're immersed in a culture and you're sitting with these high profile people i think the fanboy questions go out the window and then you're kicking yourself in the ass on the flight home like absolutely
1: No, I should think have they asked them about the fire in Miami. Damn it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think they're like more like uh, Man, I, I just love the fact you guys are interested and you love bourbon and you guys are ambassadors and you're spreading the word. Dude, I think they're going to be more excited about that and and our relationship. I'll tell and you why we're down there than any of the other mumbo Some of on.
0: these guys that I've met, they're just down to get fucked up at the end of the night.
1: They're about how long can you stay away drinking with me? Well, to have a good night with great cigars and good people, <laughs> and their product, and talk about product, I think is is what they live for every mm. day, in my opinion. I love it, and I'm I a know. worker bee, so I like to work. So I mean, I I I just think it'd be fantastic to be down there in the fields where the families are all in and learn how they visually get to see it rather than hear it. I mean, I, I want right. to see how I, I want to see people sweating. So, and the grounds and the topographics, and I want to see all that shit. Right now, Brian, with what he just described,
0: when you were on the trail, because I think I, I think, have you been to a few of these distilleries? I know you've been down been there often. Almost, but... I've been
1: to uh, almost
0: all of them. But okay, well, I'll ask you both. Are, can you get hands on? Or I know it's COVID, but like, can you get hands on in the distilleries?
2: Yeah. So there, when we uh, we did Peerless on Saturday, and we went on a private tour after the place was closed. And so they do something a little unique after they go through their fermentation process, they sanitize again the entire fermentation tank, okay? Before it goes to the next spot, all right? So that was the only spot where we could stick our muddy little fingers in the stuff as it was cooking and try it. Really? Yes.
1: No, yeah, I can nobody imagine.
2: else would let you do that because it it doesn't it doesn't get sanitized again before it goes into its next step. So but the, they told us explicitly we we take it from here, we take it through a full sanitation process and then it goes it goes into its next spot. And so, that's
0: peerless. That was peerless. That's awesome. I gotta say about peerless, I think the only peerless bottle we've had that we liked was the one I got you for your anniversary last year, right? Which one yes. was it? It was the three year bottle of Mon. The, oh, no, I'm sorry. No, three-year barrel pick from Total Wine.
1: Or is it a bottle of the Mon? We'll have to check it out. Yeah, you're going to have to. I, I know, know it was good because I've had Peerless. I thought it was a little young for me. I did have one that well, was... They charged out the ash for that little baby bottle, too. So I brought this I home. have one of those, too.
2: I brought a single barrel, their toasted, toasted cedar, cedar rye. Oh, nice. insane.
1: I had um, one of their barrel uh single barrels and it was um um oh my god well i'll let you go on because i it it was amazing and they had one bottle of it left when i was down there and she just opened it and she was i can't sell it i remember you
0: telling me about that i was like we talked about that when i brought that bottle over you were you were telling me the last time you had had peerless
1: was when they had opened the bottle you tried to buy it uh, manager came I had it at a bourbon tasting, it. and uh, it was so unique. I had never really tasted anything like it, and it was... Uh, I'll come up with it before we get off, but mm-hmm. I, it was amazing. Yeah, we got time. And that time. was it. Yeah. Hopefully, somebody maybe has one. I can no, see. I... Um,
0: yeah, I uh, I had just... I was, when I was looking for it, I was like, man, I, I don't really
1: remember... Uh, like i don't know it was orange anything. hold on i remember uh, it the was orange one orange truffle yeah it was wow. peerless orange truffle and it was bad to the bone because
0: we were talking about yeah. that's when i referenced compass box's orange sickle that literally tasted like oranges and scotch it was the most disgusting thing i've ever had in my life <laughs> like i i threw up it was bad it was horrible um but uh I don't know anything about Peerless. Like that's that's really exciting to me because that's a bur- the only thing I know about Peerless is I bought a barrel pick from Total Wine for his anniversary and we put that shit down.
2: You know the brand has been that around night. since the 1800s.
0: I know, but it's one of those and traded brand names, right? Like so, and Peerless is
2: owned by um, Corky and oh. his son. Uh, I'll fuck it up, so I'm not even gonna try it. That's
0: cool, they don't but, listen anyway.
2: But Corky owns it, he's the master distiller, his son is there, um, great, great family story. So they uh, they have a letter that's in their, in their single barrel tasting room that the story of the family goes, I believe it's Corky's father had to be sent to military school, okay, because his father had some threats against the family because he was a well-connected guy in the town. Okay. And so they got a got a letter, anonymous, that stated basically, "We don't like you. We don't like." I think they call him a City Slicker in the letter. <laughs> and um, and and you should you should get out of town. I took a picture of the letter.
0: Oh, that send that to us. Yeah, I, I will. want. I want to throw that up. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, really cool. Speaking of Peerless, is. Is Peerless Distributed Can it be on a bar
2: Yes Oh Yeah Glazers has it Okay cool I
0: yeah. didn't know that Like I know I, I have learned There are some product
1: That is not for uh, Like uh, It's not resale It's Yeah I've seen their product On a bar And their bottle by the way Is like It's cool It is cool I've never seen You know the uh,
0: only bottle That, that comes extent. close to that In that shape and size Is Hudson Bay It's the only bottle That
1: comes close to it Yeah but yeah i know hudson bay that's that new york product but mm-hmm. I, even this one man i mean it's almost like it was a piece of wood first developed on a lathe like some wood maker made that on a lathe and even the the cork is crazy amazing yeah yeah for sure yeah that was a
0: cool bottle so how the trip was good how was match was that your first time at match it is not
1: Oh, okay no Okay. It is not my first time. <laughs> first time I went to match, I met Jeff, and um, uh, it was the end of the night. It was my first, like, me and Jane. I went down there and did a full run of buying bottles and that, and uh, we still had a bigger run to go, even after we left there, but he closes down, I want to say, at 10 or 11, depending on...
2: Not anymore. They're open on the weekends until 1 o'clock in the morning.
1: Well, it wasn't 1 o'clock when I was there, so anyway... Uh I he, you know, I've never been to a um the uh you know the Kentucky Derby and he had this trophy, whatever, and I'm like, man, this is such a cool trophy, whatever. Probably an antique thing. I'm like, man, I'd really like to have this. No, you're not taking that home Hodge. no way. We had such a great time together and then uh we skipped back over and went to the hay market and, and bought some more bottles. You know, it was about grabbing bottles that day, but I had a great time with him. And he actually helped the, uh, from what he told me, the uh, Pappy Van Winkle girls, or the family. Yeah, Match is responsible for the Drew Estate. He helped them uh, get involved with Drew Estate and create the the first line, which I still have, is the Bourbon Tip uh, Pappy Van Winkle line when they started. They're the Robustos that Mm -hmm. we've smoked and whatever, I still have some. And um, he had a big presence of that down there, and he was really excited about that.
2: So there's, great there's, guy great there's guy. another lounge we go to down there um, it's called the office it's in uh, Floyd's knob Indiana which okay. is uh, Match is also in Indiana yeah you know yeah. Um, so it's the office is just down the road from there not too far at all probably ten minutes um, but the story on the office is last July we were down there with my entire family sister mom Nieces, everybody, my kids, kids' friends, kids' significant others. Whole crew. Everybody. And we rented this huge Airbnb house in Floyd's Knob, Indiana. And um, this was just at the time, literally days before we made the final decision to open Lit. And so my sister one day she wanted to do a tour of Churchill Downs. And you could you could shoot me before you take me on a tour of, shoot, of Churchill Downs, okay? For sure. Yeah. I, think it'd be, I think it'd probably be fun to do, but it's just not my thing, okay? Sure. So I said to Dana, and I had Andrew with me and my oldest daughter, Allie, and one of Andrew's friends, August. I said, listen, I said, we're getting ready to open a cigar lounge. I said, I want to go find some cigar lounges and just check them out. Yeah. So this place, the office, was about three or four miles from the house we were staying in. And I walked in, and you've got your, your standard crew of, of cigar lounge guys, right? You know, the same four or five guys that you'll always find there. I walk into the humidor. I bought five or six cigars. I came back out. And finally, one of the guys, one of the customers sitting there said to me, so what's your story? And I said, well, I said, we're from St. Louis. I said, uh, staying close. I said, just down here on a trip. I said, I'm actually going to open a cigar lounge in St. Louis. And Tommy, the owner, overheard that. And he came over to me while I was smoking my cigar. He says, how long you got? And I said, I, we don't have anywhere to be. He says, well, let me finish what I'm doing here. He says, I'll be happy to come sit down and talk to you. He finished what he was doing and came down and sat with me for probably two hours. That's awesome. And just watch out for this, watch out for this. That's awesome. Make sure dude. you do this, don't do this. And so we we went back to visit Tommy on this trip. That's awesome. And See, that's, so that's cool. the... that's. I've the, never done
1: the office. I'll
2: have yeah. to do
0: that next That's time. how it should be. There, there, there should never be any disdain between one lounge owner and another. And because everyone seems to forget if, if, if you do good, that means that someone down the road is gonna do good because you create the traveling experience. That's totally. what it's about, right? You totally. have to have that. You can always have your home shop. Like this is our home shop. Like I think that's for it. it's my home shop. Uh, this is where you sit, where you go when you're not doing anything, you're good. But it's like, dude, you know, we, we podcast with Stanley's Lee's, Montre, yep. Sip, Grant. Uh, we haven't done Grand Crew, but uh, well, that's about all we've done, yeah but you know, we dipped all of them on and off, you know, and in times like we know everyone. Um, I've been introduced to people. I've introduced him to people. We, we know, but I've introduced you to people. You've introduced me to people. That's how it works and how it should keep going. You know, and for someone that it sounds like he's very successful there uh, to not be afraid to sit down with someone new and be like, Hey, here's the five things to do and here's the 400 not to, Yep. by the way, pay your tab, have a nice day. Yep. Right. Totally. (laughs) You know? And I think that's awesome. That's how it should be. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it was, it was a great visit. I was excited to see him. Well,
0: I'm glad the trip was good, man. I mean that. Um, Did you get any insight into anything fun? Uh, that may be coming out of uh, the distilleries. No. 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 They don't tell no. No. Nothing? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Oh, when well, we're off the air. Okay. cool. No. No. Oh, oh okay. I, you All know, right. <laughs> we we did visit
2: Lux Row, um, and you know, I guess their actual first barrels uh, that'll be their stuff mm-hmm. uh, will be ready in 2022.
0: Yeah, that sounds um, right because so, they, they've been in they've been mgp juice for yeah. what six years yeah five years
2: and they've got good stuff oh Row's great yeah. yeah we're not so, arguing with Row. Yeah. yeah so it'll be it'll be great to have uh it'll be great to see what some of their own stuff comes out like because sure. that facility is insane it's insane they you know Donna michelle spent a lot of money down there Nice. It's a beautiful property. Nice. So so what did they you They don't think? sell
1: peacock feathers. They the, do
2: not sell peacock feathers. <laughs> you should get like a peacock <laughs> we, feather we tried with to, every bottle or we, something. We had a driver. We, were, we thought about just grabbing a peacock one day and <laughs> taking it. But.
1: I'd like to see you wrestle a peacock, get it. Me and Janine have been to Nashville now, I want to say many times, but two of the last, over the last year exclusively to do cigar, thing and and thank her for doing it with me but we got we went to casa of Monte Cristo and then we also did uh, what they call a speakeasy it's the red phone booth in Nashville yep and that was totally amazing experience Mm. probably as a cigar bar owner have you ever been there I've not one of the best filtration systems from what they were telling me you can have in a bar slash cigar you know food and everybody's open to smoke cigars and eat and experience um their restaurant and it was utterly amazing they have one in atlanta and i think nashville right now so if you ever go i'll i'll give you all the
2: yeah uh, i'd love to check that out. i
1: mean that should be a definitely a place you go if you get a chance to go down there that was amazing
2: yeah, yeah, I would love to check that out. Yeah. And so, we visited we visited Buffalo Trace, of course. We did the uh, we did the behind the scenes tour, okay. which is really cool. You know, I mean, seeing they unearthed some of the original fermentation tanks and all of the artifacts that they found when they you know they were going to turn that original building into an event space. And when they started doing all the stuff, this tells you how big Buffalo Trace is, right? they have a staff archaeologist right okay so when they well they don't have a hard time paying their mortgage right so when they when they unearthed these fermentation tanks they scrapped the entire plans of an event space and there is one active tank in this in this old old building that's still still rolling to this day but it's the old school fermentation tanks yes. this is not new shit no
1: they're using no. what they unearthed yes it, they've refurbished everything because i've read about it in the bourbon magazine and that that was an incredible project yeah i for ha- sure haven't done that but it would be cool to do no it. We, just we'll just definitely find the this. time to go down there and uh and yeah. do it yeah. well, we got to plan it and that, and that was yeah. the cool
0: thing about before this whole year kind of shot the shits um during the summer it was that's why we had three or four planned. They were easy shotguns, you know, Thursday night to Sunday morning. Yeah, so we did. Yeah, it was easy. Yeah. You know, Friday I think is the easiest, especially if you're doing like the middle of the month. It's the easiest day for everyone to get off and not have to do anything. You know, we're talking an easy drive. You leave it, you know, eight in the morning, you're there by noon, you get lunch and you start. Yeah. you know uh, you can have a nap and go out at night
1: and, and just have a good time man um, but what did you guys think of that Yellowstone It's really good I thought it was fantastic yeah. it was really something a little unique uh, that finish I've never tasted that before and I thought it was fantastic yeah I
0: want to kind of search and try and find some more Amagnac what I really liked about that is the fact that yes it had that cognac sweetness but it was muted it was it was more of a feeling than it was a taste That it was really good and uh, I'm going to say, I like Yellowstone at higher proof. I think it treats the whiskey better at a higher proof. I yeah, really it's do. It's really good. I really do. I think the, the heat carries the oak and, and, and the, the sweetness and the spice a lot better than when you mute it down and, and water it out. Um, I think that's great. Um, so, thanks for uh, hosting us tonight, of course. We're going to tear I'll up that uh, golden tea here in a little bit. Can't wait. Um, so, we started. we started our Patreon page. Nice. Um, so we're doing a $3 membership on that. After each episode, we do a, a 10, 10, 15 minute video. Uh, we we'll live stream it, throw it up. Um, and basically it's kind of the after the episode fun. Um, I'm not really sure where it's gonna go, what we're gonna do with it. <laughs> But right now, we're there. It's, it's going to be pretty cool.
2: You um, want a paid video, After Hours scares me. i got to be honest. Well, man,
0: you know what? I'm not afraid <laughs> to take my
2: clothes off. You're going to have an OnlyFans page next, aren't you? Dude, hey, if I can
0: subsidize my income with OnlyFans, I would I yeah, guess I'm going to need get
1: an After Hours. I'm going to get me a little hookup, too, I guess. Mm-hmm. We're going to get this stuff going. Cause,
0: um, but it's going to be good. So, uh, Brian, say goodbye. And you got to send us a meme so we can get your ad info up, dude. All right, I'll do it. Alright, thank you so much man, again. Appreciate Big it Brian hanging in Big with us. Big Daddy out. No, Big Daddy out. Yeah.
1: Uh, Alright, uh, this is the Viking, we'll see you guys in the after hour, I'm gonna let the Bourbon Cowboy take us out of here. Listen, we're gonna take a break, then you'll see us in the after hour, thanks for all you
2: Craft Imperial guys hanging out with us, we'll be back in a giddy up.